Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Trigger warning. The following episode contains descriptions of graphic violence and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm Danielle. I'm Max. And each Wednesday, we crack open a bottle of wine and dive into some thrills, chills, and spills. This is Innocent Till Tipsy. Let me ask an age-old question. It's 2022, and do you know what your child is doing online? Because on May 31st, 2014, two 12-year-old girls in Waukesha, Wisconsin, lured their best friend to the woods where they planned to stab her to death in order to be proxies for the fictional internet character Slender Man. It's so nuts. 12 years old. 12. 12. 12. Like just little. You watch the the interviews with police of these girls. And oh my gosh, they're kids. Yeah. They're so little. They're so little talking to the officers. Uh, this attack, as we know, it spanned movies, documentaries, moral panic across yes. our nation. What are your kids doing online and how is it affecting your their mental state? It's the age-old question of like, does the video game create the killer what do it yeah yes yeah what puts this in kids heads what makes them think that this is something they could be able to do so one of the girls um actually has been recently released from prison really really i didn't know that yes i guess it has been some time that's that's isn't it it's just bananas to me because when you look at like we've looked at teen boys committing crimes and teen girls committing crimes and it is always wild to me there's like usually a lighter sentence but this case is so different from all the others um but before we dive in let's start 12 so they're not even teens i know i know they're children preteens. yeah yeah but what do you have for wine okay i cannot believe we haven't done this one yet it was sitting in sasha's office i was saving it for a good one um a good episode here so it's the prisoner and yes if that rings bells it's because we've drank other prisoner wines prisoner family wine (laughs) We love. But I look back. I was like, it has been seriously forever. We did Unshackled mm-hmm. for Amanda Knox, and we did Eternally Silenced for episode three into a killer's mind. Like it's literally been over a year. The beginning, huh? The beginning, the beginning. So I actually got this one at Costco back when we were doing like Costco wines. But this oh. is um super accessible. It's like everywhere and in every restaurant. It's a staple bread. I feel like. Um, it's anywhere from 50 to $30. So like a big swing, I feel like. Um, and I've already been drinking it a little bit. So I can't wait to share a glass of this with you. But um, yeah, it smells like cherries and dark chocolate to me. They say the, mm-hmm. the aromas are also clove and roasted fig. So it's like perfect for fall and tastes like raspberry, boysenberry, pomegranate and vanilla. So nice. it's Yum. a solid red. I love this. I didn't tell you what it is though. Um, made of it's a red blend and it's got mm-hmm. mostly cab sav, petite syrah, um, and charbono. I didn't know what that is, but I don't know what yeah. that is either. Tell us in the comments yeah. below. <laughs> They're like, it's a grape. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> it, tastes, it tastes delicious. 
That's why I started already. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I like your spooky glass. <laughs> cheers. It's cute. Yeah. Cheers. For those of you guys that were following our Johnny Depp saga and all of that, um, I just recently went to a Johnny Depp concert and Max actually went to the Viper Room on the same night yes. and bought me this wicked shirt that we'll be wearing on tomorrow's live Q&A over on Patreon. We call it Totally Tipsy. If you have a second, come join us over there and come drink wine with us. Every Thursday, we've got a live um, Q&A. We call it Totally Tipsy. Come have a glass with us, um, chat with us, hang out. And we've got so much more content on there. So, And this week, I'm actually sharing... A another true crime story with max actually yes um on our live q a i have one for you that i've discovered you don't know i know i didn't know this this is yeah. why i love our totally tipsy because yes <laughs> everything is a surprise i love it yeah so i have a, a new true crime for max um tomorrow we're filming it well it was last week so yeah if you join now you have access to that right immediately now because we're gonna be live. oh yeah well, we do it all the time so yeah, yeah if you're joining now you're gonna get in on our our next one anyway so yeah so make sure you're heading over there and of course like subscribe do all the things so you don't miss an episode um but without further ado let's dive into this bananas case oh, this um is a tough one this is a tough one so you know uh, obviously a bit about a while, everybody though. does yeah, it's yeah. been a while for me too because it was so it was such a wild case. Um, and you think the children, and then mm -hmm. they were killing for the Slender Man, um, which is this internet legend. So we'll dive into all of that. Um, but to start, Morgan Geyser, she was a very quiet and loner type child. Okay, she always kind of sat alone at lunch. She always kind of did her own thing. She didn't have very many friends. She was bullied in school. So about the fourth grade, Morgan. That's when Peyton, this other girl in her class, she kind of like takes her under her wing. She she wants to be friends with her, get to know her more. She, as she said, no one should sit alone. Like she just, she made an effort to make a friendship so that Morgan wasn't feeling like such an outcast, you know, in the society. Yeah. Are you but like then, sixth grade when you're 12? If, are you like sixth grade? Sixth grade, fifth grade? Um, fourth grade was when Morgan and Peyton met. I think they would have been like nine eight or nine. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And then, okay. Sixth grade comes around and that's mm -hmm. when the girls meet Anissa wire. So Anissa wire kind of joins the friends group. She is more friends with Morgan. And there was a lot in this that kind of tied into our episode about Skylar niece. If you remember yeah. that is a lot yeah. of like the weird three is a crowd. Yep. Three is a crowd. My mom always told me, don't be friends with three girls still learning that in adulthood. <laughs> Oh, I was like, yeah, I have, I've learned yeah. that lesson time and time again. Three is a crowd. And time again. Three is a crowd. So Anissa except gets into the for us three. Oh, yes, except Sasha, Max, and I. <laughs> um, but Anissa Wire, she steps in and she's kind of like a, I don't know, a dent in their relationship. Like Morgan yeah. and her, they really bond. They're bonding over. They love creepy pastas on the internet. If you remember creepy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Of course. They're always reading these horror stories between each other. They love all of this shit. And Peyton's kind of like, she she volunteers at an animal shelter, this girl. Like, she's got her own life outside of all of this as well. So mm -hmm. she's not really interested in all of this. But the two girls do give Peyton a nickname. And it's an odd nickname. They call her Bella. Oh. Isn't that weird? weird. I don't. So they said there was another girl that they knew that was named Peyton. Um, oh, that's so what they decided. I'm like, why Bella? And this is like way after the Twilight era. I don't know. Weird. That's yeah, I don't get it. But um, I was just thinking like, yeah, I had weird nicknames. I'm like, how did I get that nickname? Right. One time I thought I wanted to change my name. I just re renamed myself anyways, Ariel. I was like, 
in like third grade. I'm like, everyone can call me Ariel now. I like yeah. this. Like Little Done. Mermaid. My, no relation. My Just, friend Victoria, I called her Tori and she called me Nella. I don't know why she called Nella. Daniela like, Nella? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's weird. Like, and Nella Wafer? Nella Wafer? <laughs> Nicknames never end up good. They're never something you're like, that you want. So Bella, yeah, you're like, Bella's acceptable. Uh, but it's such a weird one from Peyton to Bella. But Peyton said too that like Anissa was always extremely cruel to her as well. They weren't really like friends. So she's still friends with Morgan and she's not really friends with um Anissa. So and Anissa's friends with Morgan like closely. Yes, very close friends with Morgan. They bonded over horror, everything else. So gotcha. and they're definitely outsiders in the group. Like they are the kids that don't talk to anyone else. Um they are just totally like outsiders the from the society. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Friday night, Peyton heads over to Morgan's for a sleepover to celebrate Morgan's 12th birthday. Of course, Anise is there as well. And I thought this was um so cute. Like I did this all the time too. She brought her American girl doll with her. I want to know which doll she brought, but she brought one of them over with her oh, for the sleepover. sleepover. Mm-hmm. So now they're still kids, like they're bringing dolls to sleepovers. Yeah. And at this point in time, it's totally unknown to Peyton that Anissa and Morgan both had been planning her murder for the past six months. That's six insane. Months. And when no you're wonder- 12, I don't think I could like, I don't think I thought about anything for six months. No, like, if I pined away for like a toy, it was like a week or something. You right? know, you forget about like stuff after a week, six months yeah. is so nuts for that age. I know. And they would have like code words too. They'd later say, yeah. So like they, cause they didn't want to get caught. So when they talk about it on the bus or like wherever else, like I think knife was cracker. Um, like, yeah, mer- like it was very weird. Like, Oh yeah. Do you know that saying where it's like you bond, nothing makes friendship thick as thieves than like you hate bonding over hating someone. I feel like this was kind of this instance. No, you never heard this. Uh, no, human bond of like mutually hating someone, (laughs) anyways. Makes sense, I get why it's a thing. (laughs) I always learn so much on here. Listen, COVID, I think, made my life weird. I can't interact with people anymore. (laughs) Oh, god, okay. So, I've heard the one that's like, if your enemy is my enemy, then that makes us friends or whatever. That's it, there it is. That's the vein. (laughs) Oh, God. So anyways, this is totally unknown to Peyton. She has no idea and no wonder because, of course, nobody suspects that your friends are going to do this to you. You wouldn't expect that. But also the girls did very normal things that evening. Like they went to skate land to skate. They went out to dinner. Um, They returned home for their sleepover. Like they were playing dress up, doing all the fun girl stuff that you or I would have done when we were kids. The only hint that something wasn't right to Peyton was when Morgan said she wanted to go to bed early. Oh, yeah. So this was odd because Morgan was the girl that like wanted to stay up all night, do all yeah. the fun stuff. So it was weird that she was kind of acting like this. So yeah, Morgan's- at a birthday, you'd be like staying up late, eating gummy worms, watching TV. Like, yeah, I'd, yeah. it'd be weird to go to bed early at your own birthday. Yeah. And Morgan's original plan, though, to kill Peyton, it, they needed an early bedtime, though. So that's where that came oh. in. Yeah. So she had set an alarm um, hooked up to headphones and it was supposed to go off at 2 a.m. Jeez, that's so. 
and they were gonna they were gonna do this in the home like they were gonna kill her in morgan's home and then i don't know what the plan was after this like you can tell in the planning there's several different plans that kind of fall through go together and you can tell in the planning like things are not being thought through fully this is 12 year olds like this these are children like that's because it's wild it's like well then where what were you gonna do okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, but it's premeditated enough that you're thinking, like, clearly they have a plan. Like, they have thought through this as much as a 12-year-old can think through this. Yeah, yeah. But this is the really creepy part as well. They both did wake up at 2 a.m., but they were both too tired to carry through with the plan. So they decided to wait till the next day to kill Peyton. Oh my gosh. It's horrible. So in the morning, um, they're up early. They're playing with silly putty, like doing normal stuff, playing dress up. Morgan's mom wakes up and Morgan suggests that they all go to the park together. Now this is interesting because Morgan was never allowed to go to the park alone, but her mother gave her special permission this day to go because it was in celebration for her birthday. Mm-hmm. So she's like, yep, go ahead. The girls all head to this park. Now, they wouldn't be seen. They wouldn't come ever back to that home. But just before 10 a.m. that same morning, 911 receives a phone call from a bicyclist who had actually changed his route that day. He doesn't normally like go this way oh at all. Yeah. yeah. So Peyton was found on the side of the road. She'd been stabbed over 19 times. Oh, my gosh. She was horrifying. She was barely able to talk and only could say, please help. I've been stabbed. Wow. That's amazing that she was able to like find that anyone came upon her and then she was able to even be like conscious enough to get anything out. Yeah. And the guy that you can hear the 911 call online and he was so, he was excellent with the details he gave and getting her help and, and helping her as well. Like, don't worry, honey, you're going to be all right. Like just amazing to listen to. But as they're loading Peyton onto the stretcher and medical officials would later determine like, I mean, she was brutally, brutally like five inch braid. She was brutally attacked um, and over 19 times. But as they're loading her into uh, the vehicle, she says Morgan stabbed her. So immediately. Yeah. Good for her for being like, we got to get this, get this out. Like Mm -hmm. time is of essence. Yeah. So while she's being rushed to the hospital for literally like life-saving surgery, her mother did make it to the hospital before she went into surgery to talk oh, to her good. daughter, which is amazing. Um, but she, their police are now on the hunt for these two other girls. They first go to Morgan's house. They don't, of course, tell the parents anything. And that's the wild thing because hearing Peyton's 
I know hearing Peyton's mom talk about it. She's like, they arrive at my house and they just tell me like your daughter has been injured in a stabbing. She doesn't get any information on how bad it is or anything else. She just has to go to the hospital, you know, to find out. And then they go to Morgan's home and they need to know where Morgan is. But when her mother asked about it, well, there's just, there was just an incident in the woods this morning. And I'm like, is that legally why, or is it because they don't know if they're going to end up doing a homicide, a case or, a, um, you know, like, like what the case is going to be, you know, if it's going to be accidental or homicide or like whatever. So they just can't legally say like, Oh, your daughter like stabbed her. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, or they probably want to find her first to be able to interview possibly Maybe. Interview her or something. I don't know. That's her mind. Yeah. They find her before you figure out an attorney up. But um, yeah. Yeah. So police um, eventually do find the two girls at about 2.15 that afternoon. They're hiding in tall grass near the freeway. One of the girls is carrying her mother's purse. I believe it's Morgan, but it's hard to find information, too, a little bit on Mm -hmm. this case. Because the girls were so young, a lot of it was withheld from the public. A lot of it was reported on in the instance. I read a lot of articles from the time period that it happened, and they weren't announcing the girls' names, obviously, at the beginning because they were juveniles and they didn't know how it was going to be tried. Um, But they were carrying their mother's purse with the murder weapon found inside along wow. with clothes and granola bars. It's like if it's like the horrific version of like, I'm going to run away. Like where you like would grab a backpack and pack a granola bar and then realize like, Oh, I gotta, gotta go home. Like they, yeah. it's like a really poorly conceived plan. They're hiding in grass by the freeway with the granola bar, mm-hmm. except for it's horrific because they stabbed someone and they have a, a knife in their backpack or whatever in the purse. Yeah. That's wild. So crazy. So both girls, they get to the police station. They're separated by police. They're being interrogated separately. This is one of the many controversies surrounding this case. I had no idea this case was so controversial. Without Um, parents, without attorneys. A hundred percent. Yes. So I yeah, at the time they were like, there's an incident. Uh let's find them first. Yep. Yeah. So the many controversies surrounding this case at the time, Wisconsin has no laws in place for interviewing a child without a parent or guardian present. Isn't that wild? Like it's so E because what child understands the system of the law? None. That's why, that's why there's laws against interviewing children without a parent or guardian present. Right. I saw one of the interrogating officers. He was on um, 2020 episode. I believe it's called the wicked or something. He was on that episode and he was like, well, kids are like more likely to tell the truth if their parents aren't there. And I'm like, no, you're more likely to take advantage of children and what they know. Like if the parents aren't there, like, I uh, mean, both. Yeah. They're easily manipulated. So you may get the real story or you may manipulate them and not get the real story. Yeah. Now I will say Morgan's yeah. Morgan's interview is chilling. You can find both of the girls interrogations online. Highly suggest watching them. It's bananas. Um, but you can find Morgan's interview online. It's so chilling. It's so strange. Um, she's very disassociated. She's not with it at all. It's, she knows what she did too. That's like the weird thing about it. Like, Anyways, we'll get into that. But yeah. the girls are read their Miranda rights and they're instructed to, you know, sign away their lives, right? And it's nuts because they're 12. They're 12. And of course, they're asked if they understand. That's what they do at the end of the Miranda rights. But it's like, do they? I, but do they? I, yeah. Yeah. Later in court, though, Morgan Geyser's computer would reveal that she had Googled how to get away with murdering someone. So she obviously knows this is wrong. She'd also emailed Denise at one point the week before the murder, instructing her to clear her browser history. 
Oh, well, yeah. So we have premeditation. They know it's wrong. Yep. They know it's wrong. Now, whether they understand how the law works, though, that's where things are a little disjointed, right. you know? So once the detectives start questioning and everything, but once they mention Slender Man, once the girls come forward with this idea of Slender Man, they could not stop talking about him. Both seemed almost excited to give the detectives the details of who Slender Man was to them and what their plan was. So I'm sure like if you haven't asked already, I put in the notes, which is so funny. <laughs> like, but I'm sure people are wondering like, who is Slender Man? Um, but yeah, give us like a refresher because it's, it's been, it's been, yeah. it was like urban legend. So back to creepy pasta, it was like the Wikipedia of urban legends, horror stories, creepy stuff. Mm -hmm. And kids would like go read it. It's like, it's like the internet version of like campfire stories, essentially, where you're like, people could write stories, fictional stories, or tell urban legends. Like, and as kids, you'd read, go read it to get spooked. Yeah. Right? So like Slender yeah. Man is a story that lived on creepypasta. Yes. Yeah. So he lived on creepypasta. He was actually, um, in a photo submission for an online forum right. like called something awful. You can still find this forum today. Um, and I love this, like the way the guy worded it, he says creating paranormal. And this isn't the guy that created Slender Man. This is just a forum poster on something awful. He says, Creating paranormal images has been something of a hobby for mine for some time. Occasionally, I stumble upon odd websites showcasing strange photos, and I've always wondered if it were possible to get one of my own chops in a book, documentary, or a website just by casually leaking it onto the web, whether they'd be supplements or bo to bogus stories or not. So let's make a shitload. <laughs> so this is the plan. They're all going to make these like crazy, spooky, paranormal, fake photos yeah. and submit them and try to get them into like actual lore or actual like scary stories things like that so one of the submissions was slender man by victor surge with the caption we didn't want to go we didn't want to kill them but it's persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time i'm scared i know i don't like this okay oh in the back yeah yeah, so he's always um, pictured with, like, children around him, and it was always yeah. a part of the lore as to whether he actually, like, kidnaps or hurts the children or whether he is a friendly figure. So mm -hmm. it's always – it kind of reminds me of Sinister a little bit, to be honest, if you ever watched that movie. Mm -mm. You should watch Sinister. That. It's scary. It's like you watch Sinister. If you haven't watched Sinister, you got to. Um Another part of the caption underneath this photo was one of two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library blaze, notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished and for what is referred to as the Slender Man. Deformities cited as film de defects are by officials. Oh, it, they're saying that it's not really somebody that's in the picture, that it was oh. like the film that got messed up. So oh, bunking like it like as it. Slender yeah. Man actually being in a photo. Mm, a fire at library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. 1986 photographer Mary Thomas missing since June 13th, 1986. That's pretty spooky. Yeah. So there's like spooky shit around it always. That yeah. Like, Is it real? Is it not real? Like yeah. And he became infamous. Like there were videos. Kids were going out into the woods trying to find Slender Man. There was a video game that was released. I don't know if you remember yeah. that. I've looked it up um, for this episode. I can't believe how bad the 
um, effects of the game were. Like, I can't believe it's not like 3D or like, I don't know. It's so weird. It's like a me. flat 2D game. Yeah. Yeah. I remember playing it and being like scared. It was, it was so good at the time. Um, and so Is there a movie came. too. Yes. So now we, now yeah. we have a movie. Yeah. I kind of want to watch that on our Patreon, um, with everybody. Yeah. It's I'm like, like recent. I feel like it's within mm-hmm. the last five years. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this was, as you said, like a new way to campfire ghost tour, ghost story, tell, you know, this lore, this legend, what we've always been doing. And he also has a sassy brother, by the way, called trender man, which I had never heard about <laughs> who has a passion oh, no. for fashion. <laughs> So, oh my gosh well it's that yeah it's that great figure he's gotta it like is. dress it up yeah wow <laughs> okay trim yeah so these two girls oh, believed that slender man not trender man but they <laughs> believed that slender man had called upon them to do his bidding and if they did not abide by his rules their family's lives were at stake they don't want to get hurt Yes. This is like so weird that it's on the border of like their kids at a sleepover with American girl dolls and going mm -hmm. skating. And then they're like thinking that they have to murder someone to keep their family safe. It's like adult ideas in children's bodies. Yeah. It's very, the whole thing is so weird and creepy. And I can't believe like if I was Peyton, I would feel extremely creeped out. I don't I like I don't if you're don't Morgan's know, like, mom seriously didn't yeah. she take some heat you're like how well, again so like don't you know what did. your kids are doing it's like yeah, yeah I know what they're doing they're watching like tv skating playing with American girl dolls like yeah so Morgan's mom she like I kind of was frustrated with her when I watched a few interviews with her mm -hmm. because honestly she's like my daughter's 12 no matter what she did she's 12 she doesn't deserve like the sentence that she got blah blah blah, blah. and I always think and, and we'll get into the sentence but they weren't sentenced to a prison prison sentence they were both sentenced to mental hospitals I think that's a good sentence um you know like for these kids they definitely need some help she's diagnosed with schizophrenia she needs help so obviously i feel like she's getting you know the help that she needs and it's so weird to me that her mother is so i don't know like the way she said things and she's like we knew that she was looking at slender man like we had looked at her notes and everything like that and i'm like but you didn't like something was off I don't know. Yeah, I remember thinking, and correct me if I'm wrong, like thinking about more Morgan's mom's like parenting, being like, "Yeah, you're not the best parent in the world. You're not like the most strict, engaged parent in the world because you know your That's daughter's it. kind of a fringe kid. Like this is, um, but at the same time, like even the best of parents probably like wouldn't have seen this. Like there's nothing that yeah. you could have been like, oh, my 12 year old's gonna murder someone. Yeah, like, no, that wasn't. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's hard to say like. I get why she's like, hey, my kid's 12. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, they also tried to murder someone. Yeah. Yeah. So back to Slender Man. Yeah. They they believe their family's lives are at stake uh, reportedly. Now, that's interesting. You look at the confessions. In Morgan's confession, she's blaming Anissa left, right, and center. She doesn't think that she has any accountability at all. Meanwhile, Anissa's taking the blame as well as blaming Morgan. So it's both. That, that always rings a little bit more truthful to me. Um, and she is saying that. Um, but she says at the end that she didn't know that Slender Man 
like was going to harm their families until after they had killed and like Peyton. Cause at that point in time, they thought they had killed Peyton. Right. So she's like, that's when I realized we were like in danger and that we needed to go walk over 300 miles to go to slender man's mansion and, and live with him, which we will in dive into that as well. Yeah. In the woods. Yeah. But it's just interesting. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. But this motive of Slenderman wanting them to kill Peyton, their first plan after the whole sleepover party thing had failed was to do it in the public bathroom at this park because the public bathroom had like this drain. So they figured they kill Peyton in the public bathroom. The blood's going to go down the drain. I don't know where they thought her body was going to go or what the like the Uh, thought processes here are not completed. Yeah. Yeah. But then when they got into the bathroom, they both started arguing about who was going to, who was going to do it. Who's going to do the stabbing. So didn't do that. Um, they walked out. Then they went over to like this wooded area. It was just a pack of trees. According to Morgan, it wasn't like the woods woods, but it was, there were trees around and they started to play hide and seek. And that's when Anissa told Peyton to lie down on the ground and wanted to cover her with sticks and leaves. And then she got on top of Peyton and held her down and Peyton like couldn't breathe. And Morgan said, don't be afraid. I'm only a little kitty cat to Peyton. And then Morgan takes the knife and says, I'm not going to do this unless you tell me to, to Anissa. So Anissa says, go ballistic, go crazy. And that's when she stabbed her over 19 times all over her body with this five inch blade. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so brutal. So brutal. Peyton screamed at Morgan. I hate you. I trusted you. So as she's bleeding there and, and she's yeah, what like a fighter. Only, oh, and what, the only way that it stopped was she said that she's laying on the ground and Morgan just stares off. Like she just, she like almost disassociates, I get, yeah. I guess. And then like gets up. Right. So she just kind of stops and stares weird. And then Peyton's freaking out. Of course, she's bleeding out. And the girls are like, no, 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 lie down. Like, you're going to lose more blood if you get up. So make sure you lie down. We're going to go get you help. Well, obviously, they weren't going to go get her help. And Peyton knew it. And that's when she started crawling and crawled her way out of there to the road, which is just amazing. That's amazing Um, that they stopped, like, to go, quote, get her help. What an opportunity for her to get away that she, like, used her strength to to yeah sees that opportunity yeah absolutely amazing. amazing oh especially when you think so they would the medical diagnoses they'd later figure out that she was literally one millimeter away from death 
one of those knife wounds had come close to a major artery. And so if it had, and then to think that she had crawled as well. Yeah. And then to think like she went into life saving surgery. So at the time that the police are interrogating these two girls after they find them, they don't know whether they're going to be interrogating them for a homicide or she's for surgery. assault. Yeah. Cause she's in surgery. So the girls had run away. The reason they were out in this tall grass when the detectives found them was they believed they were headed to a mansion in the woods where Slenderman had been waiting for them. They had planned to hike over 300 miles to the Nicolette National Forest to find this mansion, believing that they were abandoning their families as well to be his it's proxies. So One of the girls had even put a photo of her family in her book bag because she wanted to remember them. Yeah, they're like kids. Yeah. It's so weird because it is like such an adult, it's such adult actions, but then it's also such childish actions. Like it's the weirdest case. So as they're being interviewed, it's so interesting because Morgan at that point in time thinks that Peyton is dead. And she says to the officers, like, um, is Peyton dead? And the officer says, we don't know yet. She was taken to the hospital. And she says, what? And you can tell she's totally taken aback by this. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she kind of changes the subject and everything. And it's a very weird exchange. And their interviews, the two of them, are are kind of chilling in their own ways. Morgan's is chilling because she's small. She's little. She's She speaks very, like, childlike, except not. She tries to use big words. It's almost like she's trying to outsmart detectives or something like she she thinks a lot of herself you can tell that when she's talking um and then anisa is so weird because she is a child and almost everything that comes out of her mouth is so it's very child like thoughts and processing Mm -hmm. um and it's just like the strangest thing uh but during morgan's interview because that was the one i kind of watched the most of she's the one that committed the assault anisa egged her on you know right but she said she's blaming Anissa left, right and center. She says that Anissa made it necessary and I figured it was necessary. So I did to kill Peyton. But then she said Anissa didn't go very into depth in her reasoning for like why she she needed Peyton to die for Slenderman. And I'm like, so you killed someone or thought you killed someone. But you, you didn't have- know why. Yeah. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. why it's like they're remembering they're 12. Like. Mm-hmm. they didn't she didn't think to ask why i guess yeah. or ask more questions like she didn't have a she had enough motive clearly but clearly nothing that makes sense to anyone else and then to go on to prove that she knew nothing about how the court system works at all at one point she says i might as well just say it now we were trying to kill her she says it like so bluntly like so uncaring and then she says this is going to get me arrested isn't it she was already arrested at that point in time. Yeah, she just didn't understand. Yeah, they're kids. No. And then she also goes on to say, I wouldn't take any of it back after that statement. Yeah. Who? So when the detective, too, he, she was given sass back, too. Like, she was, yeah. like, one point in time, she's recounting the story again, and she goes, well, how many times do I have to tell you this story? Because I've already repeated it to you, like, you know, so many times. She's like, like man. And then the detective asked her, how many times did you stab Peyton? She says, I don't know. I didn't know I was supposed to count. Yeah. She's, eek. she's sassy. 
She is sassy. So she showed no empathy towards Peyton at all during the investigation. But Anissa described feeling guilt, like an insane amount of guilt for the stabbing. But she did fully believe that this was needed to be done to appease Slenderman. And she was the one that had brought Slenderman to Morgan's attention. She had reportedly been seeing him even outside her bus. She like physically thinks she saw this mythological creature so she was having these like hallucinations you know right now another controversy for this crime was that adult crimes get adult trials they were both charged as adults the next day morgan with first degree homicide and anisa was second that stirred the pot quite a bit because people were you know wondering why these children were being charged as adult the record also suggests that Due to mental illness, the girls had significantly less control of their actions than the average preteen would. Morgan, as I said, she was diagnosed with early onset schizophrenia. Um, her father actually her had mother, schizophrenia yeah, as father, well. mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Anissa was diagnosed with shared delusions, which is like something that's so rare. Apparently, like yes. it's very rare for her to have, but it's because she, if she hadn't met Morgan, this she wouldn't have done anything they believe morgan off morgan's delusion yeah Mm -hmm. it is it's like i've read about it before where it's like kind of like it's essentially like mob mentality except for in Mm -hmm. this case it's only morgan where it's like it just grows its own self like Mm. delusion. yeah yeah and it's like if she hadn't it's weird that she met like the one person that had that kind of mental illness that could spur on her own mental illness like she wasn't as sick as morgan was but she kind of got that sick because she was around Morgan. Like it's so interesting. Um, And of course, like we know that children are a byproduct of their environment and the environment that they can't usually change. So there's like a lot of factors with this. Their brains aren't fully developed either, which is obvious when you look at the planning for this, there was no actual full planning of in detail concerning this at all. Obviously there was planning lots of it way before the crime happened, but not to the full extent that an adult could possibly do it. And we know that children are impaired when it comes to decision-making and impulse control as well. So factoring in all of this, I did really enjoy, there was an article that I read about this case and I thought the title of the article alone kind of encapsulated or put into perspective what I think of this. It says, slender man case, juvenile delinquency or adult crime. Because I wouldn't necessarily say it's just juvenile delinquency. You know? <laughs> that's like that's like graffiti or something to me. Yeah, I yeah. So this brings me to the sentencing of these girls, which is like so interesting. So the girls were found not guilty by reason of mental disease, and their sentences are interesting so anisa is sentenced to 25 years to life for involving at least three years confinement involuntary treatment in a state psychiatric institute followed by a communal supervision and a supervision excuse me until age 37 more i know wow that's a that's a long that's long that's a lot of supervision Yeah, it's a heavy, it's heavy, heavy sentences. Yeah. While Morgan was given the maximum sentence of 40 years to life, an indetermined sentence involving at least three years locked confinement, just like Anissa, in addition to involuntary treatment in a state psychiatric institute until the complete resolution of symptoms or the age of 53, whichever comes first. 
Whoa. I know. Followed by continued communal supervision, periodic reevaluations and or reinstitution and further treatment as needed as required by the sentence imposed. So heavy. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's a lot of guardrails in that sentence. They're like, if you're better, you're still getting supervised. If you're not better, you're getting reinstitutionalized. Like there's just like a lot of, a lot of options. Mm -hmm. And before the two of them were committed to the hospitals that they were committed to, um, they had actually been in the, I believe it was the state jail they were in. It wasn't the actual like prison prison there. And while they were there, they actually shared one of them, Anissa, she shared a pod with a girl who's on TikTok now and I'll share her handle with Sasha actually. So we can share it on our YouTube page. Um, this girl has some crazy stories and she did, she did share a pod with Anissa. Like she has physical proof that she was there. Um, and there's some interesting tea that she's been spilling about her time in prison with Anissa. So on March 10th though, of last year at age 19, Anissa submitted a letter to the court that took full responsibility for her actions that day of the stabbing saying that she had exhausted all the resources available to her at the Winnebago mental health Institute. And if she was to become a productive member of society, she needed to be a part of society. So judge considered this. And on September 13th, 2021, she was released with multiple stipulations. 24 hour GPS monitoring, um, literally like a year ago. Um, she has strict instruction not to leave Waukesha County. Her internet usage is monitored. Thank God that should have been happening when her parents were around. My goodness. She's not allowed to be on any form of social media required to take medication and attend counseling sessions by a caseworker. And she has to live with her father during this probation until she is 37. So, yeah, it's it's pretty steep, but I I mean, I get like it's there's nothing that could ever prevent her from doing something terrible. But also, if she is supposed to be productive at any point, then she has to be in society. And that's a risk. I mean, that's a risk that society is taking, essentially. Yeah, I feel like it would be awkward to still live in Waukesha, though. Like, that's got to be awkward, awkward. Like, people know who she is. Well, yeah, how are you going to change the start? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Rough. Plus so Morgan yes, monitor on. Yeah. Yeah. Now Morgan has appealed um, and she wanted a retrial as a juvenile. That was her plan. Yeah. In 2020. And it was denied. Well, she didn't get so. the death sentence. So it's not like it's one of those cases that falls no. under the like review. And this is what I don't understand about her mom being all bitter about her sentence because I'm like, she's in a hospital getting help and treatment. It's not like she's in prison, you know, wasting away. Like that's so interesting to me. I'm sure it's not what she envisioned for her child. Clearly like, it's not (laughs) like, Oh, she's out being, you know, living all her hopes and dreams Mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah. She's getting help and on the taxpayer's dime too. I get that. It's Mm -hmm. like court mandated, but, uh, if she was struggling with this much mental health, like she was going to need treatment. Mm-hmm. I get yep. that she doesn't have control over it. So I'm not saying that this is ideal in any way. She no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just hard to say, see that like, yeah, like her mom, like, Hey, wake up. Like at least she's getting some treatment. Yeah. Crazy. So wow. a spoke per- a spokesperson for Peyton Leitner's family stated that the Leitner family was disappointed with Anissa's release. They wish they she had served longer for her crime, but they've been preparing for this day for a very long time, and they were reasonably comfortable with the rules that the court had put in place. 
Yeah, because there's adult criminals that get out of jail for way less time and for way worse crimes. I was listening to one this morning about um, a sex offender. He had offended, I think, seven or eight times. Gets Mm -hmm. out, literally is supposed to be out on sex offender registry, whoop-de-doo, murders a a girl who is on spring break, and it takes them, I think, 13 years to solve the crime. And they're like, why was he out? He offended like seven or eight times. Like it was going to escalate. Like, so I get like adults serve way less time. And this was a crazy murder. Well, I don't know why sexual assault is not taken seriously. And I've never known sexual assault to be something that the criminal ever kind of gets over or doesn't reoffend with. You know what I mean? Like it's, but the court system, they just don't take it. And that's like the Polly Kloss situation. You remember she'd been at a sleepover and then that man broke in and, you know, kidnapped her. Then find out he raped her, murdered her. He's horrible. Um, He had like, I don't know how many counts of sexual assault, even kidnapping against him. And he was still out, which is why her father started, you know, for the polyclos law and getting the system in order. So I think if you commit so many crimes, like you can't, you get harsher sentences every time to the point that you will not be released after a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. But yeah, poor Peyton. She, the first thing she wanted to know as soon as she got out of surgery was when she could go home. Um, I know. So she left the hospital seven days after the attack and returned to school in, in September of 2014. So she returned like that very next year. Um, She does say she has a hard time establishing friendships or and even acquaintances with people. How could you trust anyone? I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. And she sleeps with a broken pair of scissors under her pillow, and she's not sure she'll ever break that habit. She just doesn't trust anyone. I don't blame yeah, her. She's like, got I, a lot of trauma. A lot what, of trauma. what a fighter. Oh my gosh. Saved herself. Holy cow. And she's still, uh, she says she's trying to put everything behind her and just live her life normally, but she still is, uh, oh, how do I say, uh, volunteering for uh, animal shelters and everything, like what she was doing before. Yeah, so she's still trying to put something positive into the world, but yeah, I could not imagine. And then this was such a highly publicized case, so I would be like, oh my God, I'm the Slender Man And then that's what I said, the movie just came out about Slender Man. Like, it'd be like something that, you're not a victim of Slender Man, there's nothing wrong inherently with them creating that movie but like no yeah probably re-traumatized yeah yeah i don't know but then get this i didn't know about this literally days after peyton was stabbed there was a a mother in ohio that came forward to the media she didn't want her self-disclosed she just wanted to warn parents because she had been attacked by her 13 year old daughter in the name of slender man whoa yeah. Yeah. So she comes home one from work one night. This is so creepy to me. I have chills already talking about it. The daughter is in her kitchen waiting for her. She's wearing a mask. She has her hood up, her hands covered with sleeves. Now, like, yeah. And then attacks her mother and like slices her in the back and everything. Mm-hmm. Like so horrifying. So mm-hmm. Her daughter had had extreme mental issues, she said, and she had really dark writings and artwork, but she never imagined that those fantasies would become reality one day. So she wanted to spread the message for parents that we need to be policing what our kids consume in the media and online. And I wanted to end with, so it's 2022. Do you know what your children are doing on the internet? 
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. And you will be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. And what I love about BetterHelp is that you can log into your account at any time and send a message to your therapist. And they respond with timely and thoughtful responses. And you can schedule your weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to sit at an actual therapist's office. You can do therapy wherever. I love it because they have such a broad range of things that they can talk about and are experts in. So if you feel like something's overwhelming you, like I know right now with me, content seems to be overwhelming me forever. I'm always distracted by the office or scrolling on TikTok for forever and not really paying attention to what's going on within me. So I feel like that's been super helpful. Yeah. And if it's not your match, they'll match you with someone else. So I know I had to try with one therapist and then I switched to another therapist that was a better fit for me. It's also way more affordable than offline therapy and financial aid is available for those who may need it. Join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health by visiting betterhelp.com slash ITT. That's betterhelp.com slash ITT. And BetterHelp has a special offer for ITT listeners. You'll get 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com slash ITT. Again, that's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash ITT. So Even creepy. if you excluded the internet from all, I gosh, there's nothing. That's why it's like the real thing that's terrifying to me is there's nothing that that woman or any parent could do, even if you had no internet at home, <sighs> they're still going to have friends. They're still going to be exposed to like, I suppose. Like, yeah. Oh. Like when I went to school, I'd still see like yeah, all that stuff. But yeah, I do think like, I remember when we looked at the Josh uh, Phillips, Maddie Clifton case, seeing a computer in his room and then learning he was watching violent porn. Well, it's like, no shit. Oh, Sherlock. Take, the, take the computer out of the, out of the bedroom. Like, don't be, you know, he's teen boy. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. monitor your, the kids. world was dangerous before the internet. Yes. I'm well, yes. Terrible, mm -hmm. like terribly. Yeah. Insidious with the internet, of course. Or, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that is the horrifying wow. case of Slender Man. I know. You like, know. it's just amazing that she was able to crawl her way to safety. Cause it's not, I don't remember if you know this, like, but I've seen, I feel like I don't have to Google it photos of the bike path. Like she wasn't that close. It's not like she was like, Oh, hang on. There's a bike. Like she yeah. actually like, saved herself she yeah. could have just like closed her eyes and died in the woods yeah yeah when she was asked about um why she had crawled like it. what gave her the strength to do it she said i wanted to live and that's like yeah. that's what Good got her up her. i'm like geez i don't know i don't know if i could yeah but yeah yeah mm -hmm. wild i hadn't heard the rest of that about the other mother so always right yeah yeah All crazy yeah. All right, till next time. Till next time. Cheers. Ahura Media Production. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be peaked 
by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500.